1: Detective is returning as night country is upon us and so we are marking the return of the versus series to post show recaps yes it is the heralded return of the hit podcast series that matches up two seasons shows etc against each other every week to see who will be the victor and considering this season of true detective at cast a freaking boxer in the role, I could think of no more appropriate time to do so. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here. Yes, this is a, a bit of a new voice on the Versus front. I am taking the spot of Josh Wiggler as we are pursuing the latest season of Versus. So let me bring in the constant to this variable who has been here with Versus since the very beginning, the great Latanya Starks. Latanya, how are you? I'm doing great. I am over the moon.
0: Versus is back, baby. Let's do this.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, I'm hoping, unlike the two seasons of True Detective that we're going to compare, there's not going to be some sort of, like, unseen rift between us, where it's like, uh, (laughs) oh, I don't want to talk to you after this happened. One podcast, and then we're out after that. Which is, I haven't watched a lot of, like, marketing stuff for Night Country, but that's Uh the sense I've gotten.
0: Oh, yeah, no, they seem to hate each other. Uh, (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to those two people going at it and uh, sparring because they do not seem very excited to be partnered together at all,
1: unlike us. Unlike but- us, yes. Yeah, so this is very exciting. Of course, for those of you that are new to the entire conceit, Latanya, this is something you started with Josh back in the fall of 2022 when House of the Dragon came out. You matched it up with the first season of Game of Thrones. You then went on to match up the first season of The Last of Us with the hit Max miniseries Station 11. You did it most recently with uh, the fourth season of Succession versus the second season of Yellow Jackets. So we're kind of bringing it back full circle in a way as we are comparing the first critically heralded season of an HBO show with like, It's the new season, but where do you stand on this, LT? We technically have a new name. It feels like a bit of a rebrand in a manner of speaking. Is this a season or a spinoff, in your opinion?
0: I think it's a season just because this has kind of proven itself to be an anthology show. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a season and and not a spinoff. I would expect there to be like a a character from the past seasons of True Detective that plays a pivotal role if it was a spinoff um so yeah i'm gonna go with it's a season all
1: right so just a bit of a rebranding i guess true twitter x style but regardless whether or not you consider it season four or a spinoff, true detective is back for the first time in five years we are returning in honor of the winter season we're making our way up north to alaska we can see russia from our house and we can also see murder and so every week here on versus Latanya and myself are going to compare the most recent episode of True Detective Night Country to one or perhaps a few episodes of True Detective Season 1, which aired, believe it or not, LT, 10 years ago. What? January 12th, 2014. We are releasing this podcast on the 10-year anniversary of True Detective coming into our lives.
0: Wow. Well, first of all, what a momentous day. (laughs) Um, And second of all, I cannot fathom that it has been 10 years since we last or since True Detective started. Like, I remember that season so well. And I remember, like, where I was and what was going on. It's going to be very, very interesting to watch it with new eyes, though.
1: Well, hopefully not not eyes that you've hopefully no eyes that you've taken from your victim and put into your own head.
0: Well, we'll talk about that later.
1: Oh, okay. well, (laughs) listen, we're going to be dealing with some dark, gruesome circumstances. LT and I have kind of established ahead of time that given just the two of us and our general rapport, we will take a, a bit of a look at the lighter side, considering that we are pitting these two very dark shows against each other. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our true detective history in general, because as was mentioned, it is 10 years of the show, technically four seasons over 10 years. But as we've seen with Curb Your Enthusiasm, HBO is totally fine to do that. So I'm curious, LT, I mean, you are someone who is definitely interested in a true crime and a bit of the darker material that happens across television. Were you a day one addict to True Detective? Did you come onto it later? What's your history with these very different three going on now, four seasons of the show?
0: I actually was a day one addict of the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, it was kind of during a time where HBO could like do no wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so every time they, they uh, there was a new commercial for something, I was like watching that, like definitely going to see that. And True Detective was no different, especially, you know, with that cast of maybe brothers uh, of Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. You've heard that story,
1: right? Yeah, I haven't heard about it actually.
0: So it's possible that they are related because um, I think it... it one of the mothers um, may have hooked up with Woody Harrelson's father. So I think Matthew McConaughey's mother may or may not have hooked up with Woody Harrelson's father. Oh, there. there's there's something, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what it is, but they were talking about getting DNA tests because they were like, we could be brothers. We could actually be related.
1: I mean, they should have just put that in the script. Like, they should have just right. made that a real-life event, where maybe they the the guys drops, it becomes like a documentary, and they find out the results <laughs> of the DNA test live on the air.
0: I think that that would be great. Um,
1: but yeah, it was also the reconnaissance during this time. So that's what's really interesting, is that True Detective is, in my opinion, like, a very well-remembered season, obviously, for its quality, but I think in the landscape of TV, we were dealing in an era of what was peak TV. We had Mad Men, we had Breaking Bad, had just finished, Game of Thrones was a few years in, but what I remember so specifically about True Detective is whether or not they were brothers, certainly the pair of McConaughey and Woody Harrelson drew a lot of eyebrow raises because this was still in a time even in 2014 where, like, movie stars weren't really signing on to TV projects, especially certified A-listers like Mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. It felt still in that moment, despite how good TV was getting, that it felt lesser than to make the jump to quote unquote, the smaller screen. And I remember this was one of those examples of that would uh, certainly spin off many, many times over the next 10 years of oh, I guess TV can be considered like an equal, if not sometimes greater medium than film, considering all these prestigious actors have now kind of moved from one medium to another.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they got real British about it because the the Brits don't really care if they're doing TV or movies. They just kind of, or theater. They just want to act. Um, so it was a really big deal when, you know, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson decided that they were going to come uh, to television. And so that was all a big part for me of getting me to watch the show. Is that these two actors were going to be going toe to toe. Another big part uh, of it is just that I am obsessed with true crime. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and, you know, I love a murder. And this show seemed dark and, you know, brooding. And about a murder mystery, Um, and once you get into it, you realize that there's mythology behind it, and it's just really cool the way that it's laid out. Like I went for a solid couple years being like Nick Pizzolatto is a genius, like he he is like the auteur of our time, and then season two (laughs) happens.
1: Listen, everyone has their moments, you know. We all stumble and trip, but this was one of what would turn out to be like many examples i think of the classic sophomore slump uh of, yeah. and granted this is interesting because this was using that anthology format where it's not necessarily okay we built this really good first season and now we don't really know what to do of course it came on roaring onto the scene not only with mcconaughey and woody harrelson but also making a huge name for uh carrie joji Fukunaga. and yeah. we'll certainly have the opportunity to talk about like Uh, his excellent directing and cinematography, especially over the course of this season, and then things just kind of fell off. The ratings were the highest in the series history for season two, but I think people didn't realize how how much they missed that gruesome twosome of McConaughey and Harrelson, as well as just, like, a good story to hang their hat on, and it might also be an example of the show kind of, you know, smelling their own farts a little bit, uh, and being like, (laughs) okay, people like this show, let's go for him more let's do some other things the unfortunate thing was that in my opinion they were able to recover for season 3 but nobody I knew watched season 3 I haven't seen it wait have I that's Who's the other that? thing as well. So it was 2019 <laughs> that it came out. Uh, and so had Mahershala Ali And, and Oh, like, I have. Yeah, so we received a lot of accolades. But I think you could be forgiven, especially given that it was 2019, that like you might not remember it because it was not talked about even within like the most deep-seated critical circles.
0: And the thing is, is that season was actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, um, definitely and- a return to form. Certainly a bounce back from season two.
0: Yeah, I mean, the ending was weird. Um, mm-hmm. because the I felt like season three built up such a cool mystery and then the resolution to it was just kind of like oh um, but the acting was very I mean Mahershala Ali you know my incredible so good so that was really good but like you're right given when that was when that happened and everything that was going down in the world it didn't make as much of a mark On television history as as season one did
1: yeah I just felt like a game changer in many ways obviously like help uh you know swept a bunch of the Emmys to your point I think part of that reconnaissance when that actually was a thing before he was seeking political office and so true detectives uh reputation kind of wore its way out after season one but here it is I've said it time and time again the number of times I've talked about it on post-show recaps you know, I guess to quote another sort of vigilante hero, this could be the return of the series that I don't think we wanted, but maybe the one that we deserve. As uh, mm-hmm. many are saying that this is a return to form from like the, the, the reviews that I have seen we're getting back. It's not going to be like a huge ensemble, even though there is a really fun group that includes Fiona Shaw, Christopher Eccleston, John Hawks. It really seems like we are once again, back to the OG formula, two cops, that don't like each other, uh, this time played by Jodie Foster and Kali Reyes. So LaTanya, I know we know scattered amounts of information about True Detective Night Country, but like, what are your expectations going in?
0: Um, I am very drawn to stories where women don't automatically mesh well. I, I think that it's so tired to like put two women together and just be like, oh, we'll bond over our like femaleness um, or like, you know, solidarity with the sisterhood, but just putting two women together who are just like, I hate you, <laughs> <laughs> but I have no choice, but to work with you. Let me see if I can find some redeeming qualities along the way. That is fertile soil for, you know, growing a true relationship between two people. And when you get past all of the gruff, you know, that that these two, the gruffy exterior of these two, mm-hmm. I'm sure that we'll find something like deep down inside that is like a mushy center. So I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about whatever the mystery is going to be, because the the thing about True Detective is that they often have these really um, like gruel- gruesome, sinister mysteries, um, tons of red herrings. And then you get like the the explanation in the end is just like, who would have thought of that? So I'm interested in like theorizing about all of this stuff going forward. And yeah, and just watching these two actresses play off of one another and in, in hopefully you know, almost come to blows. I want to see some
1: drama. You want to see some physical fights? Because I would say, I think my money is on one above the other. Uh, With no offense to Jodie Foster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think what's also really interesting about the time capsule that was season one as well, was again, this was the beginning of 2014, which uh, from a podcaster's perspective, I remember as the launch of Serial, which really brought the art of podcasts mainstream. And I think what's also really interesting, I wonder how much like, charting the I wouldn't say rise and fall but I would say like boom and subsequent maybe bubble bursting of the true crime genre how much that mapped onto sort of like true detective as well which is not a true crime but certainly one that is about police solving a crime and yes there is a lot of fantastic personal character drama that's involved and thematic overtones but it is about solving a murder at the end of the day I do wonder how much the bloom fell off the rose over those five years as well with seasons one through three mm-hmm. because of that as well. Like, were people getting tired of the true crime, and so maybe True Detective isn't feeling like a new formula anymore. That definitely, I mean, true crime fatigue is real. It all you can throw a, a stick
0: and hit a true crime documentary or you know like some type of television show about a true crime incident. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. I also think that. Honestly, like, especially if we're talking about season two, the writing and the story were just not great, mm-hmm. and and the acting felt really stilted as a result. You know, like, yeah, they managed to make Rachel McAdams look bad.
1: Yeah, which is a like a a tall bar, a very right. tough order to accomplish.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's Regina George, so her, show
1: her some respect. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're solving a crime. Why didn't they say that? <laughs> Why didn't
0: they say? It was right there.
1: So luckily, we have brighter prospects to look ahead to, or maybe darker ones, considering that uh, we're going to be dealing with like a lot of darkness on True Detective Night Country. And so we're going to do what I'm assuming the creators don't want to do, but hell, we're going to do it anyway, because everyone on the internet is going to, and in fact already has, we're going to compare and contrast. So LT... For those who are unfamiliar with the Versus format, can you describe a bit what your and Josh's brainchild involves?
0: Yes. So Our Child Versus uh, is a a show where we uh, have a little bit of a a plot synopsis at the beginning of um, the episodes. Uh, For each of the episodes that we talk about, we take two shows and we make them fight each other. Uh, We come up with different categories and then we rank the shows using those categories. And each episode of Versus, there is a winner. So either True Detective Night Country or um, True Detective Season 1 will will be the winner of each episode. And we uh, come up with like our own little categories for how we um, analyze the show. And that's one of the most fun things um, that you know is a part of verses, and we also ask for you all out there who are listening to help us come up with some categories as well
1: yes uh so i'll have a couple to throw out right here right now again this is the new pair of shoes that i'm slipping into so apologies if there's a uh, too much room in the toes or the feet are hurting a little bit uh i will also say you know you've done this before with game of thrones you've done this before with succession and with yellow jackets i would say true detective is not really a very meme show uh i will say that perhaps this series is proof th- and the fact that time is a flat circle considering we are going back and reviewing this 10 year old show but that's really like the biggest thing that the show is remembered for so apologies that the titles are not nearly as punny and cheeky as josh wiggler came up with mm-hmm. but i think Especially, like, it's going to be a little less apples to oranges, perhaps, than Succession versus Yellow Jackets. You really got the hard one out of the way earlier last year.
0: Yeah, we we knew what we were doing.
1: <laughs> well, let me throw in some categories here that, again, will serve as a nice starting point. And the reason why we're sort of putting off this kickoff early, one week before we'll release episodes, by the way, episodes of the versus side of True Detective coverage is going to be releasing on Fridays, uh, is that we also want to hear from you all, as LT said, if you have any category recommendations superlatives we are here for it so base level obviously like the vanilla extract we want in this batch of cookies is going to be better episode between the two right yes for sure. sure and the other thing about this as well is that admittedly we're fitting a bit of a square peg into a round hole uh this is not going to be one for one there are eight episodes of true detective season one there are six episodes of true detective night country uh, LT and I haven't really figured out what we're doing yet. Um, Obviously, this is going to involve doubling up episodes during two weeks, or hell, maybe we'll even go uh, whole hog triple up on episodes Ooh. one week. I'm not entirely sure. It's going to take a little bit of rejiggering, but I think safe to say, LT, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but we want to do a one-for-one comparison of at least the premieres, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Let's start it off simple. So we've got the basic bitch out of the way with better <laughs> episode Let's get into some more like new hotness stuff. And I'll start building upon some, I think, um, more simple categories. So I think we got to go with like our gruesome twosome, right? Who is the better pair of detectives between our two seasons here?
0: Yeah, Um, I'm excited to see what the working dynamic is going to be. Uh, we are, we already have an idea of what, you know, season one's working dynamic was like. And so I am very interested in what night country is going to bring for us because once again, these women hate each other.
1: Well, and also remember we are dealing with the season one detectives across multiple time periods as well. So Mm. there might even be like a cross comparison of like, okay, 1995 McConaughey and Harrelson versus 2012 McConaughey and Harrelson. (laughs) If only. (laughs) So the other thing that we want to get into, I suppose is the other side of the coin. I'm really intrigued to get your thoughts on this LT because of course, true detective, the reason for the season or four of them is that there is murder afoot. And I'm wondering if we want to cross compare sort of like the work of the killer or killers. Now, obviously season one was all about the yellow King. I don't believe we Mm. have a name yet for the killer in a season four. Is it too much in the uncanny valley for us to compare the handiwork of serial killers? No, I, in fact, I welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: I've, it's it's what I do in my spare time, so I might as well bring it to a podcast.
1: Okay, so yeah, we are going to be comparing the work of the two detectives, as well as and the true detectives, as well as the work of. The criminal, criminals, we're not entirely sure. That's going to be a big mystery to solve. So we will see who is the better among the two seasons for that particular episode. Uh, I also had a category that I like to call hot and cold. As was pointed out on our official kickoff podcast that Grace did with Jess and Dr. Amanda. We're into... Very separate settings. Uh, season one took place in Louisiana. Mm. Sticky, hot bayou. Ew. Season four, uh, the stickiness would probably be from sweat from wearing a snowsuit all day long because we are in the cold of Alaska. And Latanya, I feel like in a show where the setting sets such a mood for everything that's to happen, it could also be a fun exercise to compare the locations and which one either is better overall, or just maybe evokes more of a mood each week. I love that. I love
0: the the mood evocation. Um, and the settings are so important to these shows. Mm-hmm. They're a whole character in and of themselves.
1: So what other ones? Because I feel like those are some of the big ones we can cross off. Yeah. Are there any sort of like potpourri miscellaneous categories, LT, that we can squeeze in there?
0: I have some.
1: Yes. Um, Red Herring of the Week. Oh, I like this a lot. Sort of like the false lead mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that that would be fun to talk about because they do throw so many, like, misdirects.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, that's the sort of danger of doing an eight or six episode murder mystery is, like, you gotta plot things out. You can't Columbo-style have the killer at the very beginning of the series. So I think that makes sense, and especially comparing red herrings against each other. Now, the fun thing will be, are we awarding The better Red Herring or the worse Red Herring?
0: Oh, huh.
1: Maybe that'll be a game time decision. Yeah, I think that'll definitely be down to the wire. I also think, uh, you know, you have always had ways to give MVPs and LVP points as well. I'm assuming that's also going to carry over. We have
0: to do MVP and LVP.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I had actually a a name of the category called like the Yellow King or Queen who was (laughs) the ruler for that week. I love that. Yeah, so we can come up with the LVP version of that. But yeah, suffice it to say, for each show, we're going to have an, L- an MVP and an LVP. And much like Down the Hatch, that's something that we're going to track as the season goes along.
0: Yeah. Um, next, I think that we need to talk about music.
1: Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm sure there are going to be some pretty great needle drops, but also just the atmospheric music that happens. Like the score is, is always pretty great. Um, when it comes to any HBO property, but uh, True Detective is no different. So I think that we're going to have to compare and contrast the music of each episode as well. Score of the
1: gore, I love it. <clears throat> the next thing that I have <clears throat> is best action scene. Ooh, yes, because, uh listen, if you haven't watched True Detective, you might think, like, is this just a bunch of people standing around talking? And listen, it oftentimes <laughs> is, but, like, there is... It's two cops thrown into everything. There's a lot of action to be found. Uh the next one, and that I
0: let me know if you think it's too similar to one that you already said. Um, but
1: I have best buddy cop moment. Oh, I really love that. Yeah. Of like obviously I think that would be a bit of a spin-off of our gruesome twosome, but I think having the ability to highlight like a specific moment between our two leads i think is a very fun also landmark of the episode right on the flip side of that i have most copaganda <laughs> <laughs> i love it absolutely yes let the blue bleed through 100 that is fantastic
0: great uh then i have best insult because they're always insulting each other for some reason. In these yeah, I think, shows. We, I
1: think we need some sort of like best line or best one-liner. Uh, I agree. It's a very tightly written show in many ways. Of course, again, I think True Detective is kind of known for its... Listen, LT, you and I cover Fargo as well, which is also a show that's known for its kind of like almost like holier-than-thou monologues mm-hmm. that go on and on again, especially when you have Matthew McConaughey as a character in that first season. But again, there's also a lot of tight writing and a lot of banter. Yes,
0: tons of banter,
1: and then the last
0: thing I have is gorious death.
1: Oh yeah, I think we gotta. I think, I know. I think that's a bit separate from like the handiwork of the the killers as well, because I think that's also an ability for us to like sniff out, like, okay, how good is the killer doing at evading the law here? I think, especially given what we're seeing from True Detective, Night Country, some imagery which seems like straight out of Hannibal. It seems like Night Country might be a runaway favorite in this, but. Who knows? Maybe we just become so desensitized from just how gruesome True Detective Season 1 was that it might be a sleeper hit here.
0: I, I mean, we'll find out. I'm excited to, to learn more. I mean, doing this podcast is really making me want to watch those screeners <laughs> after we get done.
1: And we just might. Uh, so yeah, we are, but at the time this is being released, a few days away from the launch of True Detective Night Country. And just as a reminder of the schedule, because again, we did do a kickoff podcast earlier this week. Sunday night, we're going to be in your ears. Post show recaps, that is. Grace and Dr. Amanda are going to be doing their immediate reactions to the episode that just aired of True Detective Night Country. Then, about midweek, Grace is going to get together with Jess Sterling and maybe some famous faces along the way to listen to your feedback about the episode. And then LT and I will welcome you into your weekend and your week, much like many people's lives will be ended over the course of this series, as we'll be bringing you verses. Now, of course... That being said, we want to hear your thoughts. We hope people are watching Season 1 alongside us as well. It's a good excuse. Again, the show is 10 years old. Y'all probably did not rewatch it since you last watched it all the way back then. I know I certainly didn't. So I'm very excited for this exercise for many reasons. If you have thoughts about who should win which category, if you have category suggestions, we just threw out about a dirty dozen. But we're always welcome for more here. Our arms are open. Uh, you can always... Reach out to me, Mike at postshowrecaps.com, if you have any ideas. And if also, if you have any like uh, leading theories about the show, uh, again, there will be a section at the beginning where we'll give our thoughts on each one of the episodes before we jump into the versus exercise proper. And also, if you want to like uh, put your hat in the ring as to why one season should win out over the other. Now, LT, listen, I don't want to put any thumbs on the scale because, again, mm-hmm. that would be the handiwork of uh, our killers from mm-hmm. these two seasons. Let's put out a prediction though. Okay. By the end of this, across the multiple categories we threw out here, which season of True Detective will have the most wins among them? One or four? I'm going to go with one. You think that nostalgia bias is real?
0: I I mean, I'm a millennial, so (laughs) basically live off of nostalgia.
1: Yeah, I could see it being the case. What I'm hoping that this exercise will discover is like, yeah, true detective season one is as good as we remember it to be, if not better. So I would not be surprised, but I would love for season four to win. Again, we're talking about Fargo and there's been a lot of debate right now as to like, is the current season the best it's been since season one, or maybe even better. I would love for that to be the case with night country as well. If this could be an Mm -hmm. opportunity to kind of like kickstart this franchise again, that again, maybe not necessarily the most highly requested, returning series but hopefully this will send a message to people of like oh this definitely has more legs in it than we thought when it kind of left our screens back in 2019
0: yeah for sure and i also just think that people are gonna appreciate i know that she's been doing some work like she's in niad this year or last year but people are really gonna appreciate you know the the jodie foster stance i guess
1: yeah She's uh, She's been making a bit of a comeback. She spent a lot of time in the director's chair as mm-hmm. well. I know that uh, Grayson mentioned she directed some episodes of Tales from the Loop. I, of course, remember her directing Mel Gibson in The Beaver, which is like one of the strangest conceits for a film I have ever seen. But like, it's been interesting to really track her career as well, obviously from this child actress to mm-hmm. Oscar winner to director and now back to being in front of the screen. I'm really intrigued to see how that might inform her performance moving forward as well it's also a bit of a di- different dynamic right we know that our two leads in season one of uh true detective were so close in age that they might as well be brothers here we have a bit of like an old cop young cop dynamic in liz danvers and evangeline navarro so i'm intrigued to see how different this dynamic will be and again especially going back to what may be sort of like the vein of this show to your point which is hey here are some of these actors that may not either have appeared in this type of thing or in Jodie Foster's case has not appeared in this type of thing in a very, very long time. Let's dust off that old chestnut and see what happens.
0: I'm also very excited for the direction of Night Mm -hmm. Country. Uh, Issa Lopez is doing the directing for those of you all who don't know who she is. She uh, is an up and coming, I believe director from Mexico. And she has a movie called Tigers are not afraid that was released in 2017 that has, like, an incredibly high Rotten Tomatoes score, like, in the 90s. Uh, It's a horror movie as well. Mm. So, you know, having a horror director come along to direct a season of True Detective and having it be a woman of color, yes, please.
1: Yeah, it feels like definitely the right type of season for the right type of director. Like, I would imagine, without knowing really anything about this story, this feels like the perfect group of people to tell this story, And so we shall see what that will entail over the course of the next six weeks. So again, myself and LaTanya are going to be back in your ears probably every Friday uh, doing our own versus exercise, but we will take the most recent episode of Night Country and compare it to one or maybe two in some weeks episodes of a season one. LT, any final imparting thoughts before we put pause on this exercise until we actually get new true detective in front of our eyes?
0: Just, you know, take a listen to this podcast Think of some fun categories. Let us know on the Discord. We are really excited. And I, I'll speak for myself. I am excited to be getting back into the, the Discord more often. I, mm-hmm. I've been like really lax in terms of hanging out with people on the Discord. Um, had a lot going on, but that's okay. Because yeah. it's always there for us.
1: Life so, happens, but the Discord's always there.
0: Exactly. It's a constant. So I am excited to like talk to you all about this show. And I want to hear your feedback. And I want to hear your category ideas. Um, and I want to hear your history with True Detective. What do yep. you think of season one if you, if you watched it back then? Or are you watching it for the first time? Because if you are, I am so jealous. <laughs>
1: yeah this could be a good exercise as well to get people in the first season for the first time so as lt said fantastic plug for our discord if you're a patron of post show recaps which you can become a member of at post dot slash patron you get access to that where we're talking true detective we're talking everything that's happening in tv and movies we're talking everything miscellaneous as well it really is your one-stop shop for chatting awesome stuff with awesome people and speaking of chatting awesome stuff Latanya, what else are you doing out there in the podcast space right now
0: just hanging out with you, really. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike and Grace and I are about to talk about the final episode of the season of Fargo season five.
1: I know it really does feel wild. like a passing of the torch, which is necessary considering how much takes place in like the snow cover night. I was gonna
0: say they're gonna need a torch
1: Fargo making its way out in what has been an absolutely stellar fifth season to hopefully yes. again pass things on to true detective as the oh, this show's coming back. Oh, wait, the season's actually good. Yeah.
0: I uh, if that's how 2024 is going to go in terms of television, I'm here for it. I don't know what else 2024 is going to bring. Could be a move to another country, but we'll see. Uh maybe the night country. Okay. Could I've that always be the big revelation? See...
1: Could there be an entire night country that this in? <laughs> Could Alaska in this universe have like seceded from the union? I've always wanted
0: to see Russia from my house. So, uh So yeah, we're talking about that. So please tune in for that. And then I am finally back with the connect and I am so excited about it. Me and Mari and Chappelle are holding you down for all the black ass TV shows and (laughs) movies that are out there. Um, We are, uh, most recently we talked about the Color Purple 1985 and wondered why no one got any Academy Awards because of it. Um, you know, we didn't wonder for too long. We know the answer. Say, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we did that in anticipation of our coverage of The Color Purple 2023, mm-hmm. the musical, which is adapted from the uh, Broadway play, which is adapted from the movie, yes. which is adapted from the book.
1: Yep. You gotta love when Broadway shows do that. It happened with the producers as well. I'm really excited to check out your coverage of that. I saw The Color Purple, I want to say like the day after Christmas, and I Ooh. really enjoyed it. I was a big fan of the musical as well when it launched back in like 2005. So especially yeah. as people who just like recently checked out the source material in quotations or like the, <laughs> the one degree removed from the source material. I'm really excited to get you and Mari and Chappelle's thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, we're going to be talking about that. And then we have other movies planned that we want to discuss that we'll let you know out on future podcasts. So please tune in for those two things. Um, there will be more podcasting coming. I'm just not exactly sure what it is. But if you want to find out, you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks or on Instagram at Stormborn1222.
1: Of course, you can follow me at a Mike Bloom type on those platforms and you can follow at Posture Recaps as well. Let your voice be heard to Latanya's point. Uh, Let us know any thoughts you have about season one versus season four of True Detective. If you have any other category suggestions as well, we'll try to come up with like some fun, cheeky names for this as well as the exercise goes along. The other thing about versus, if you're not aware, is like a lot is up in the air. We are sort of like building this plane as it flies. That's the entire fun conceit of versus. And I'm so happy to be one of the two chairs here, at Latanya. I have already had so much fun with you getting to like conceptualize this and get on mic for the past 30 minutes to talk about it. And I think we're in for a very fun time over the next six weeks.
0: I'm so excited. I think that this is going to be great. And I love comparing and contrasting things. So getting to do it with you is just icing on the cake.
1: All right. Well, we're getting the Venn diagram shored up for True Detective for the next six weeks as Versus is back to compare season one to season four of course we'll be back when we actually have season four in our midst as we'll be covering the first episode of night country compared to the first episode of true detective do your homework watch both premieres let us know your thoughts and we shall be doing the comparing and contrasting thank you all so much for listening cannot wait for this season of versus until next time everybody take care bye bye